Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. Guys, I have a problem. You can always just look for the part where your mic, where your levels are like I 10 know. times louder than any other part, <laughs> and then you can find the beginning. Of but the no, part. I have a problem because I took the back plate off of a pedal, Uh-oh. and now I realize that there's two different lengths of screws. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, there's two different lengths of screws. Which pedal? The Bubbletron? The Bubbletron, yeah. Does it have... I don't think it matters. Does it have stuff on the inside? Does it have stuff on the inside? Like, does it have, yeah, like, like bubbles, dip switches, and whatnot. Like, is it there has a dip switches on the inside? Yeah, yeah. Bubbles and trons. No, so it has like, um, it has like a dynamic mode and a regular mode, basically. And then it has like a vintage and a modern switch. So there's two dip switches inside. You dip switch. <laughs> and I think the only difference between like the vintage and modern is that. It's like a low pass filter or something. The or bubbles pass filter. The bubbles actually. are like have more of like a yellow tinge to them in the vintage. Yeah, it's in sepia. I don't know what that no, means. No, it's it I think it literally is just a high pass filter. You don't know what sepia is? You said it's it's in sepia. Yeah, and you don't know what that means, you said. So so there's like in sepia, but then there's out a sepia. It's like you put your sepia in you put your sepia no, you're out. you're saying the bubbles are in sepia tone. You put your sepia in and you shake it all about. It's like if Do you, you know said what, they're in what sepia black and white. is? Yeah, or like in color. Or if you're dressed all in green. So, guys. Anyway, I fixed it, Aaron, so it's not a problem anymore. Aaron hasn't watched this yet, <laughs> but there's this sort of uh, mockumentary called American Vandal. I can't stand it. It's I know really, you planned it's it. It's really funny for the first few episodes, and then it doesn't have Ugh. quite as many laugh-out-loud moments. It's more, it, like, becomes more of, like, a serious... But it's basically this, like, high school reporter, like the guy on the high school news station, investigating this because somebody spray-painted 27 uh, penises on 27 different cars in the, in the faculty parking lot. And it's freaking hilarious. How many penises is that? 27. 27 times Oh, no, not 27 on each one. No. But it's hilarious. Oh, it's like they'll cut to all these different interviews, and <laughs> they keep referencing 27. Like, it's such an important part. Yeah, you know, they keep saying the 27. Yeah. Uh, so I'm six episodes in, and I disagree that the laughs slow down. I feel like I, I've been giggling through the entire thing. <laughs> it's Because it's... it's 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 lowbrow humor mixed with the the tropes of the of the genre. Of the, it's, it's like yeah. a very and so it's like those a, two a, <laughs> Go ahead. Go on. <laughs> I feel like it, it's um every time it makes me it makes me giggle every time it's it's when they're when they're saying something completely crass. 
but it's yeah in for the purpose of investigative journalism. Yeah, like, like one like for example, one part is uh, this guy is known for for drawing those on you know the whiteboard and on everything. different things at the school. Yeah, but then they everything. go back and find all these pictures of it. And they're like, wait a second. And they're like holding up the pictures next to the ones <laughs> yeah. on the cars. They're like, there's no ball hairs. He's like, he always <laughs> yeah. draws ball hairs and there's none on the car. They're like, oh, oh it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, is so, it is so great. It's really, and, but it's, so it's like very specifically uh, uh, like a spoof on making a murderer, uh, which yeah. is also uh, a really yeah. good, interesting show, but also like serial and other kind of like basically going in like, I'll have to check it out people who have been accused of a crime and going into it and trying to exonerate him essentially yeah okay so he it is that it's like the dude's a suspect and the like yeah, he's already he's time. already been he's already well this happens in he, the, like at the very beginning of the whole series but he's already been expelled and so they're trying he's to been expelled and they're yeah and they're like they're like he's probably he's not gonna graduate he's not gonna like he's gonna miss all these things and the high school reporters like, well, I want to investigate this and see because there's something that doesn't yeah. feel right about it. Like all they had was circumstantial evidence, and you know, it's it's right. very similar to to serial. And all they had was circumcised like evidence. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very circumcised. And uh, just circumcised <laughs> evidence. But they. Um. But part part of it is like the fact that those serial and um, uh, making a murderer yes. like feel very. Um, self-absorbed totally you know and yeah. so that it's very it's it so like when when you have like high school kids yes so when you have yeah. high school kids making like like taking this this high school situation very seriously it just puts a new spin on how like just kind of up its own butt the whole thing yeah. is and and you know how, what i mean like they set out like serial even more than making a murder um, completely sets out like their whole premise initially is that the guy was innocent from the get go and their whole goal is they're not necessarily looking for the truth. They're looking to prove this, this guy's innocent and spoiler alert for serial. Ultimately, I mean, they don't, they don't really prove anything, but if you've listened all the way through the first season of serial, it's like, Oh yeah, the guy's probably guilty. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah, even though weird. there's a lot of reasonable doubt like yeah he probably still did it you know <laughs> yeah so then it's kind of then you're kind of like wait why did i listen what what did i just do why did i do that which <laughs> yeah. is which is kind of like what high school uh what any high school um at, extracurricular activity feels like <laughs> yeah like wait or what? it's like what? or it's like <laughs> what any high school drama is like it's like yeah it doesn't matter it's completely part of what annoyed me about serial is everyone started talking about podcasts and it's like please i've been listening to podcasts since you know back when you used to have to manually download them and transfer them over to your ipod or whatever here's a problem i have with serial the wikipedia page oh i thought you were gonna look at the get soggy if you leave it it says season (laughs) one it says people (laughs) involved but season two says persons involved. Oh, oh that is irritating. So season one is about like an entire race of people or something? <laughs> yeah, just one people, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not peoples. Just the hmm. people. Like. Um, did you guys ever watch that show documentary now? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. With um, 
Bill Hader and what's that dude's name? Fred Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. It's pretty oh, good. Man. It's like seventy percent good and the rest the, are okay. <laughs> the Vice one was my favorite. The Vice one is hilarious. So he's they like, do like he's like you will all die. Like single episode like like short format documentaries, but they're all spoofs of. They're all like making fun of things. different styles of yeah. documentaries, and so yeah. the Vice one, they're like, they're like, we're gonna go, we're gonna go they're try gonna and buy some cartel. cocaine. Yeah, we're we're gonna go try and, and buy some cocaine in Colombia, and they're so like, they if, if you go people. there, you will die. And they're like, oh, we know, we know, but we're gonna go anyway, because yeah, we don't. we just want this guy to sell us cocaine or something like that. And they're like, no, 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 you will die. You will. You will you die. Will, you will die. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, yeah, we, we get it. We get it. Oh, man, it's funny. I also like the the one that I think my favorite one is the the Blue Jean Committee one. Where it's mm. like, have you seen that one? I. It's like the, the like class, the 70s, like, rock band. They're like the Eagles, basically. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've seen this one. It's a two-parter. It's funny. Anyway. I kind of feel like we're, Matt, we're Mitch Hedberging right now. Yeah, Are we? I know. We've gone on too long. Um, anyway, so this episode is <laughs> brought to you by Sinusoid. <laughs> fine purveyors of the best ropes money can buy. They're the mm-hmm. finest rope mongers in all the land. The finest mm-hmm. rope mongers in all the land. They are located in the Pacific Northwest. And they make cables for audio and MIDI. <laughs> I was wondering what else. I was going to say, they don't make them <laughs> yeah. for video. And power. Okay, yeah. Ah, power. Yes, yeah, true. Power. Audio, video, power. Like um, AC power. So they they make cables for your guitar to your pedals. They make cables from your pedals to your amp. They Wait. make pedals from your amp to the wall. Can we or, sorry, say cables from the amp to the wall? They make cables from amp to the speaker. pedal to pedal. They Can make we- pedal cables from amp to speaker. Can we say they make they make cables. They make audio cables, MIDI cables, and ecstasy cables. We could say that, but why? Because of EDC. Is that no? That's not what I was thinking. The it, it was just Daisy Circus. Sorry, guys. It was just a joke that sounded better in my head. That's all. Move on. Move <laughs> along. Move along. I mean, it couldn't have sounded worse in your head. <laughs> Move <Hey-o>. along. <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by the Gabriel Tenorio String Company. Mm-hmm. The finest stringmonger in all the land. Yeah. Um, he makes Gabriel Tenorio, Gabriel himself, metal makes ropes. each string he makes metal by ropes, hand. String, Other companies guitar. claim to be handmade. All they mean is that they are hand-loaded into machines. This you dude know, is basically spinning strings on a lathe and wrapping them by hand with his fingers. And there's all kinds of rumors <laughs> out there about <laughs> other companies. Yeah. <laughs> The way you said with his fingers, it sounded like you were saying <laughs> with, never mind. No, just with his fingers. With his fingers. With, with his fingers. Sphincters. Anyways. With his sphincter. No, 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 no. I've seen him. <laughs> no. Why do you sound he, like garbage, by the way, Phil? What? He's walking through a patch of leaves. What? Are you like rubbing like. your microphone on sandpaper or something? No. And you know what? You go ahead and leave this in. But my it's not going to show up sound, in the post. It's, it's going to sound it's, yeah, it'll pristine. Be fine. Will it? Will you upload your audio this time? 
<laughs> oh. up. Yeah, I will. Um, by the way, <laughs> I need you guys to upload your audio tonight if you can. Oh, I will. Because I have to edit it tomorrow, and I don't want to wait till 10 so, p.m. to do so it. We I don't want to wait for us to be over. Um, so, Gabriel Tenorio makes really good strings. But I want to say something else before we get into the episode. The rumors? No. If the you rumors have not about already, all the string companies? No. If you haven't already, we'll get to the rumors. If you haven't already, <laughs> you need to go to our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. You need to cl- find the pinned post at the top of the group. Mm-hmm. You need to click on that link, and you need to go buy some raffle tickets to the Boutique Builders for Harvey raffle. Because we are part of it, and we are selling raffle tickets for all kinds of cool crap. Like, seriously R- cool crap. And There's legitimately and amazing things. And go buy some. No, seriously. There's like amps and pedals and crazy stuff. Go buy crazy. some of those uh, those Harvey cables too. What are they? What are they calling Texas? Yeah, they also have. Um, so I f- I think it's going to be an ongoing thing, um, but right now it's called the the Houston Help Cable or Giving Cable, the Houston Giving Cable, and it seems like they're starting a thing if not andy you are now officially starting a thing <laughs> where you are going to have different um giving cables going on because they said the first giving cable um so the okay. houston giving cable is a cable that you can buy so if you need a cable anyway if you don't want to buy raffle tickets just go buy a cable um and a portion of those proceeds will go to to helping people in hurricane harvey um afterwards a lot Do of times like people want to give like while the storm's going but it's more important or as important after the fact go ahead you're talking about like if somebody's religion uh, means that that like tells them not to gamble and buy raffle tickets is that what you're talking about yes like yes like my religion tells me i can't gamble so sorry right. i can't help but it's but it's the hurricane and, relief and one thing to to note about those cables and also just the time spent uh on the raffle and everything is that all of the uh, like he's he's donating. All the prizes all are donated. The, Everything's donated. All, so the, all the money goes to help. Yeah. Like he's he's selling uh, or or he's he's only recouping his cost on the actual materials. So so not only is he donating the profits from right. the from the cables, but he's also donating the time that it takes to make them and everything like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So that um, whole shop is doing cool things. And all the time it takes to freaking organize and exactly. gather all this stuff yeah. together like it's a very and, and honestly like uh you know they they do they do a lot of charitable things behind the scenes and this is it's a cool thing that's just sort of trying to not only is it trying to give back to you know to the relief efforts and everything but it's also um just to kind of infuse this the spirit of giving a little bit you know yeah and it's really cool yeah, to so see, to the see boutique- people coming together the Boutique Builders for Harvey is like, I think, again, that's the first of one. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's, yeah. sorry, something sent, someone sent us a message that was funny. Um, so Boutique Builders United is like going to be an ongoing thing that yeah. a lot of people are going to be able to work together. So it's really cool to see the community of builders coming together, and it's really fun to be a part of it. Um, some of the prizes you can win is a Benson Amps Vinny Head Vinny. with Cab, oh. which is freaking cool. Yeah. Um, Chasebus Brothers pedal with the Faves pedal too. Whoa! Um, a strap from Copper Piece. Bunch of different pedal boards from Creation DC pedals. Um, stuff from Emerson Custom. A bunch of T-shirts from different people. 
Um, Gabriel Tenorio strings, a we couple JHS pedals, a party animal from Killer Otter, which is one of my favorite pedals of all time. Are there any college <laughs> girls in there? Pelotar and a half horse from Pelican Noiseworks, a <laughs> bunch of Robert <laughs> Keeley stuff, um, Compressor Plus, Katana, Filaments, Dynamite Roto, and the Abbey Chamber. Tons yeah. of cable packages from Sinusoid, um, shirts from us, shirts from other podcasts. Just they need to do all kinds of cool crap. They, the, it's next you guys, charity, the next thing they organize need to, needs to be called Ropes for Hope. Ropes yes. for Hope. I think my hope mic must have cut out because nobody laughed. So the next thing they should do is should call it Ropes for Hope. Oh, snap. That's the funniest Hey-o! thing I have ever Wait a heard in my I life. Think I hate both you of could, you people. No, the, the, rope, the, the rope could be uh, it could be pluralized. You could just say rope. So Rope for Hope. I like Rope for Hope better. That's not pluralized, by the way. Yeah. Look at it's all this singular. rope. Yeah, look at I know, all this but rope. It's like, it's like not rice. look at all of these ropes. I I'm just saying you could say rope for hope and it still conveys the same message. It's but then it's point. like it's a verb, like you're roping something for hope, like you're roping calves or some calves, calves, yep. calves, yep. like you're roping calves. a calf, a herd okay. of calves. Not with just one rope. <laughs> so guys, <clears throat> with would you one... quit screwing around now. Hey, you Hang on, rope one at a time. I, I let me just say this though, I. I know that some people might say, hey, we're really talking up this charity, and what if another charity comes along? <laughs> this, if this charity stops giving us money and another charity starts giving us first money, First of all, we'll this, charity, this charity is gonna... not giving us money, but first of all. <laughs> right. I know. But it doesn't work. Yeah, the most... joke doesn't work unless I say this charity's giving us money. If most another charity comes along going that, directly that we also like, we're not going to stop hating this charity. We yeah. will always love it. We just will never talk I mean, about start, it. Again. We're not going to. We're not going to start hating this charity. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this charity will always be good. We will. Evergreen. We will always love this charity. It's always. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. This is a beautiful baby. Charity. You guys can. You guys can cut that out if you don't think. <laughs> well, it's pretty dumb, but we're going to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, we love you. You know we love you. I know I know Andy will like it. I know Andy will like it. Yeah. So Maybe. Speaking maybe of things that Andy <laughs> likes. Uh he got to he got to go to dinner with me this last week. Oh, oh that's yeah. cute. I'm sure he loves that. So wait, let me please tell me that you shared a big plate of spaghetti. No, but and he literally lady, did. Lady in the tramped it. <laughs> he literally <laughs> did give me some of his food, though. <laughs> like some, oh, nice. yes. like some married couple, and he even like he got uh, carne asada. He like asada. gently, and so he gently he, like, placed it in your mouth. Tor- he put the tortilla on my plate, and then put some meat on it, and then put some <laughs> guacamole on it and stuff. It was pretty funny. So, so I had to. I was going up to Richland, Washington, like the Tri Cities area. Um, if you're familiar with that, I had to go up there for work. I wonder how many how many Tri Cities areas there are. I know, but like that's like they they specifically like that when you go to the airport, that's what it says. Welcome to the Tri Cities. Yeah, like more than because I know like New York, New Jersey, and what what else are considered Tri Cities? Maybe Connecticut. There's I guess that. That's, There's that's, one uh, like that's Tri like Pittsburgh that's or like something. I think New York, Connecticut, Tri Cities. At any rate, so. I don't know. So I had to go I up a, there. And I had a roommate in college who was from like Central Illinois who said he was from the Tri Cities. Is yeah, everyone. It's weird. So, 
so I knew I was going to be up there, and I messaged Andy uh, like a month ago or maybe even longer. It just because in my mind, it's like, ah, Pacific Northwest, you know, it's probably close. Turns out yeah. it's not all that close to him. <laughs> but I, uh, so I told him, yeah, I'm going to be in Richland. And he's like, oh, that's where Rick Matthews lives, and that's where his shop is and everything. I was like, oh, that's. I thought I told you that. Sorry, I'm ruining the story. Go on. Phil, did you shut it? <laughs> Sorry. Let me timestamp that. No, I'm pretty sure. Seven minutes in. Story ruined. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start over. <laughs> you don't story, need to start no. over. Story He's gonna cut do that again. <laughs> it's like we cut out content. Uh, you know, we cut out inappropriate <laughs> content, and anytime uh, everything just gets ground to a halt. Um, Welcome to the Gears Club, your one-stop shop for. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I. I've talked about, uh, you know, I met Rick at Nam, and I was kind of Rick? starstruck when I was there. <clears throat> and I've talked about the he's Harbinger surprisingly lot. tall. I did not think he was tall, but he yeah. is. He's like he's like my height. Yeah, which you wouldn't know because I was in a wheelchair. So everyone seemed really <laughs> tall at Nam. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anyone is like, you know, outside of just average size, it's always like, oh, interesting. Um, yeah, but well, like yeah. Phil and I like are a both very face. tall, very tall, attractive people. Yeah, obviously. I, I would not goes. I wouldn't saying. say I'm very tall. I like I'm I'm six one. I'm like I'm like just I'm just. I like tall. how he didn't. You're like didn't, normal tall. He didn't yeah. refute the. He very didn't attractive dispute the attractive part. part. He just refuted yeah. the very tall part. You know what? Let's just move on from that. I mean, <laughs> I'm regular tall and very attractive, <laughs> and exceptionally handsome. I'm average height right, and so. uh, morbidly obese. <laughs> so so as a part so either phil told me which he didn't he's lying or andy told me and uh i think it just came to you in a dream like you just suddenly realized I was like that, wait a that second that this true. city i've never heard of uh and so andy was like oh yeah you should you know you should try to stop by and in my head it's like okay he he's this like legit pedal builder who i met once and was like very uh, starstruck at the time because I have I, I've talked about the Harbinger a lot I bought it about a year ago and since I bought it it's never left my board which is saying something um, and I've gone through a lot that of distortion pedals and it's it's one uh, it's my favorite distortion pedal um, the Harbinger exactly the Harbinger <laughs> which is ironic because just like I actually I had a Mr. Black Thunderclaw if you've seen those um, and it's also a really cool distortion pedal but um, it's not like you hardly ever hear it talked about when you when you hear of Mr. Black you think of like the Supermoon and um, whatever is his echo pedal that's really popular and I think it's kind of the same way with Matthews where um, the Astronomer is their pedal that's the most popular right is that the one I'm thinking of uh, probably yeah they shimmer. have the Astronomer and they have the Cosmonaut but yeah. the Astronomer is a which are one. both which are both like reverb pedals and they're very those are the ones you hear talked about most, at least in in my experience, you know. But in yeah, but it's like the pedals that I get which is kind of interesting because like they're like pedals. new. I think for a long time his big thing was the architect or his clone. Yeah, um, which, which is that is yeah, architect. that is the architect. Yeah. yeah, so that was the first big thing. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, that would be really cool if I could you know meet him and and I knew he was just moving. Uh, it, they just built a new shop. Uh, Matthews Effects did. Um, and I'm thinking, oh, that'd be awesome. So Andy kind of 
sets up this whole thing and then he ends up it, it turns out he wasn't I think it was like a four hour drive for him but he ended up coming down um, we get to go to to their shop meet Rick and the guys uh, and now I'm blanking on their names it seems like Jared and uh, I know there's Tom. Jared is the one guy who sees I see on Instagram all the time yeah but I'm trying to think of the other guy's name and now I feel bad forgetting it, for know. forgetting it um, uh, Tori but is that what it Raphael. is I have no idea. I'm just throwing out names. <laughs> and uh, um, they have remember when I was time. not there at the shop meeting everyone. <laughs> so, so and it was a weird going into it. And I talked about the same thing at Nam because it's it's like a so Andy's there just because he's a cool guy. Like he you know he doesn't really have any incentive to be there other than to hang out and and have fun and everything. Um, but he's like you know owns this legitimate business that you know, contributes to the world and Rick builds these amazing pedals and, you know, is a legit builder. And then I'm just like a guy who, you know, talks Who's on a very influential podcast. (laughs) Very with, with (laughs) tens of listeners and, uh, millions, billions. It was hard. It was hard for me not to feel like very, uh, you know, very much like a third wheel or very kind Uh of out of my element a little bit. So uh-huh. that uh, that probably came across. Andy did a few live streams and stuff, and I was just like super nervous. Um, <clears throat> but Rick was super chill. Can I just say he's super chill guy, great guy, great guy. Hashtag super chill. Super chill. Um, but honestly, and one thing that was really cool about it is, so I, you know, I was really interested in the chemist, and I went into this thinking, uh, the chemist is a fairly new pedal that he put out, and it has chorus uh, phaser and an octave pedal and chorus and phaser are two effects that I use a lot um, and I was kind of on the fence if I wanted to buy one or not um, but other than that I hadn't <clears throat> you know I hadn't looked into a lot of his other pedals that much and so he has this demo board set up that has most of his pedals on it and we kind of just spent like a half hour just stepping through each of his pedals and it's pretty awesome uh, you know when you watch demos and pedals sound amazing and then you get it yourself and like you can't make it sound that amazing and part of it's just you know user yeah, yeah. error and aptitude yeah. or whatever um, like when you're there with the guy who made and designed the pedal and he's just dialing in these sounds for you and like basically showing you oh this is why I did this because you know XYZ and uh, for example the, the architect which is his his clon I mean it's it's basically like a part-for-part part clone, I think. Um, it's a very, it, it's like a very faithful remake of the Centaur. Um, and I've Aye. never really, I've never really liked Conkaloon. <laughs> I've never really liked pedals like that, but, but as he was dialing it in and and turning knobs and stuff, I was really liking it to the point that I actually bought one while I was there. Um, yeah. And I bought a chemist while I was there because, especially the phaser effect. Uh, sounded amazing, and I've always been a big fan of Phaser, even though I know it's kind of a cheesy effect, but I really like it. It's not cheesy. It's freaking dope. Phaser? I just I just got a Phaser pedal. What did you get again? Oh, the I Bubble got Tron. the the Keeley Bubletron. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, okay. So the Michael Bubletron. <laughs> So I, that was it's his awesome. signature pedal, right? The Michael Bublé signature yeah. pedal, the Bublé Tron. <laughs> right. 
Oh man, you could. That'd be awesome if you got like like the Korg Miku, but with Buble sounds. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Buble song, but I can't Just think. Crooning. Cole, come on! I know you got one in your pocket. Oh crap! They're all like covers, aren't they? For the most part. He has that one in this crazy life. That's all. No, what know. they like what it would his. need to be is like an or like one of the electro harmonics. Yeah, he mostly does standards. You know, like the C9 and the M9 and or the uh-huh. is there an M9? There's a B9, a C9, there's a Mel9. Mel9. They need to make one, and it would just, like, you'd have B9, all the different maybe? settings. It'd be like Josh Groban and Michael Buble and Harry <laughs> Connick Jr. And, like, yeah. you know, all the guys who just have very clean, you know, just Andrea Bocelli. voices. <clears throat> yeah. So, at any rate, so that was awesome. Um, it was a lot of fun. He was super, you know, hospitable and everything. Um, and, and it really was a cool experience to just get to sit down and, uh, play. And he also has this freaking champ. Uh, it's like a 50. Yeah. 59. I was going to ask about the gear that he had to test stuff out. Like, so, cause usually like the cool builders have like super awesome gear. So he has this old twin reverb. That's like a, it's like an actual 68. So it's, it's has the drip edge and everything. Um, which is the the frame around the grill cloth, which they only had for a couple of years in the mm-hmm. late sixties, um, and then he has this fifty nine or uh, it seemed like it was a fifty eight, but it's some Aaron that sounds like you actually know what it is. But I think a, in the video I hear, he said it's fifty nine Tweet Deluxe. Okay, well it's not it's not a, del- it's not a deluxe, not a Tweet Deluxe, a Tweet Champ. Yeah, yeah, but it's and the Tweet is like an amazing shape. He apparently bought it off some guy who just. It had just been sitting in the garage for, you know, however long. Yeah, it long. looks like a reissue. Yeah, it's crazy how good a shape it's in. And it sounded amazing. Um, the guitar that I was playing was this Tele. It's just like a one of the American Vintage reissues, I think. Mm. Um, it's really nice. And he had a nice Les Paul and everything. But, yeah, it was just a cool experience because, like, you don't know all the, all the design. You know, because the builders make a million design decisions across the along the way is they're designing a pedal right and it's and it's cool to hear him say like oh yeah this is why i did it this way and it's like oh yeah that makes mm. total sense um so yeah at the end of the night i was just like hey i need to buy a, a chemist and an architect because <laughs> i liked them both and i was really I, I went into it thinking i would probably buy a chemist so that wasn't surprising but um i was really surprised that i like the architect so much that's um, really cool um i the only clone Klon style pedal that I ever really liked was um, so I had the Soul Food which is okay but I it's not really close and I sold it pretty quickly but I built a, a kit that was supposed to be oh, like the right. Silver Pony from Build Your Own Clone yeah. and I really liked it except it only sounded good like with the drive at zero or all the way up weird like oh yeah it, I remember that and I think someone was telling me that there's it has like this weird thing where like the two because it's basically two it's like a blend the gain knob is really like a blend knob between clean and and dirt and that as you go through like it's putting part of the signal so when the more when you're full gain you have all gain and as you go down part of the gain signal goes to ground and when you're full clean it's clean and when you go up part of the so when you're in the middle like you're getting only half of each signal and like half of it's going to ground, so yeah. it's like this really weird Which thing. Which isn't where it necessarily really a good, yeah. Th- no, it sounds really thin in the middle, but like, yeah. So to have something that's that's fixed that, and I know the V two has like the three band EQ, which is really yeah, cool. It has too. three band EQ. It has clipping options, so it has germanium clipping, germanium, and what else does it have? 
I should actually. I I already put it on my board, even though I've had almost no time to. Yeah, I think one the one section is like a, a diode lift, so there's not really any diode clipping at all. Yeah, and then there's and then it the has silicon, maybe silicon, uh, yeah, clipping. So, but the in the germanium setting, it's basically like an exact. Those crickets know. are freaking loud. <laughs> Dude, I love it though. I love. I know it's nice. <laughs> it's I feel like soothing. I'm outside. So, so the germanium is like basically stock, right? Because they, I mean, not stock, but. Closer to the original because they. That's I like think this, they have That's the part them, that's yeah. the more like faithful remake of the Centaur, and then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's a cool like it's, it's this custom paint job they call it the Gatsby. It kind of has that feel of like. Great oh yeah, Gatsby that one was cool. Artwork. It's like that. Yeah, kind of Art Deco cool look. I'm stoked. So I put that. I actually, have put both on my board, and it actually kicked the kilt off my board. So you have three. Matthews effects. Pedals. I know. <laughs> I was looking at my board, so I have three Matthews pedals and uh, two Pelican pedals, and those are like pretty much all of my pedals. Um, yeah. So I have a half horse and a fifty-fifty, and then the only other pedal I have that's like an actual effect pedal is the New Neighbor Immerse. Um, oh yeah. Which I got in a trade recently, but I actually really like it. So Should we easy. fight about whether or not it's it's. Not easy to use, but oh my gosh! Should no. we fight about? No, the immerse isn't one of the isn't one of the stereo pedals that you can uh, reassign. Right, it, it's a whole nother line. No, it's just <laughs> one. It's just one pedal with a bunch of options. It just has yes a knob that you can turn to different settings. A lot of pedals have multiple options on them. Yeah, Phil. like the Architect V two. It has a silicon option. It has a germanium option. Has a diode lift option. Like the <clears> Bubbletron, it has filter, phase, and flange. Flange. Does, flange. But does it have? But does it have off though? Yeah. Yeah, it has a it has a designated so, foot switch to turn the thing on and off. Have okay, I talked about? Okay, the well, that's cool. That's cool. So at least two options. That's cool. It has I'm four huge, options. I'm not a huge fan of shimmer reverb, and I don't find it super useful but that's one thing that i will say about the astronomer when i was there uh with rick that it's that seems a lot more usable than most most of the shimmer reverbs i've played are like super harsh like the well you can like dial in the amount of shimmer right yeah but it seems like that's not and even on the immerse the the all the shimmer settings are a little bit overwhelming the setting that i like to use is the setting that has uh some delay like some echo on it <clears throat> with some reverb. Oh yeah. And the nice. reverb's kind of subtle. But anyways. Um yeah. So that's so my pedal board's all in flux right now. And very P dub still. <laughs> I don't know. I've still I got, got a bunch of drive yeah, now I've now that I have a clonk alone, it's it's a little bit more yeah. but I got rid of the if I got rid of the kilt but which here's, is like so here's a the signature P dub pedal. Here's the thing. Whoa I didn't. You got rid of your kilt. I didn't sell it, but it's off my board now. Like Spoon the architect. That's kind of the, a big deal. I know because I've Spoon had. Spoon is like my favorite band. I'm going to interrupt you, and they use Klon Centaurs, so it's not only P Dubs. Like they've latched onto it, but that's a pedal that a lot of people use. Oh yeah, Klons I'm not saying aren't... specifically Klon means P Dub. I'm saying that, like, all together, yeah, that the pedals that. Cole has yeah. acquired just the immerse, right? I mean, is the chemist very P dub a phaser and chorus? Oh, the octave part of it is. 
Do they use octaves a lot in P-Dub? Yeah, and chorus. Apparently, I've never, thing. I don't have it, but everyone wants a freaking, everyone has a freaking pog on their board. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm just talking brands, though. Like, if you've got a bunch of Matthews effects, and, uh, you know. Well, and a bunch of Pelican got, pedals, those are pretty peed up, a lot of Pelotons. No, okay, fine, no. But, but that's the got, thing, like, it doesn't, I don't think it works both ways, because, yes, a lot of P-Dubs people use them, but it's even like JHS, like, they're very popular in the praise and worship scene, but they're also very popular outside of that, like. Yeah. Uh, everyone, not everyone, but everyone has JHS pedals. Yeah. But I everyone, but it's basically Literally just I have a new neighbor pedal <laughs> and a bunch of Matthews pedals. But yeah, I was thinking right. about that. I need. Let to... me ask you this: Do you love your new neighbor as your new self? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the second commandment. It is like yeah, un- totally. It's like unto the first. <laughs> love your new Jesus and exactly. love your new neighbor as yourself. Love your better Jesus that you found. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm actually pretty excited. I go through phases, and and I'm noticing the more I use the MS3, that I mostly, most of the songs that I play with my band, I use, just use chorus or phaser. Not on every song, but when I do use the built-in effects on the MS3, it's usually chorus or phaser. And so now right, this you has rarely me. use both at the same time. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Exactly. Is that what you're saying, that you rarely use both? Okay. No, but what I'm saying is that... Uh, like the chemist could potentially like now I'm waffling back <laughs> to getting an ES five potentially You're sell that MS three. Basically what I'm getting at. This is a very, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm very indecisive when it comes I'll to give you a hundred dollars for it. <laughs> I might take you up on that. <laughs> Dang, but that's, that's really more than but for as indecisive day. as I am, like Phil was saying, there are a few pedals that, like the Harbinger I've had on my board since I got it, and the Kilt is the same yeah, way, yeah. which is kind of a... Yeah, yeah. the I, Kilt I, is surprising. But I've noticed that I, I just don't use it that much, and I mostly use the Clean Boost because I have mm. the Harbinger and the Half Horse, which kind of fill the need for any high gain. Yeah. And then the Timmy um, kind of... Oh, and Timmy. also that got, that got knocked off the board too. The Timothy? Yeah. Wow. So... Things are happening. Have either, of you, have either of you ever played a Tim? I haven't. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess no. I have not. Tim? They're Tim? big, right? That's what it's Tim? named after. It's named after the Monty Python uh, like scene, right? Which one? Where they talk about the guy who's named Tim. I don't know. Probably. Oh. I think that's where it came from. Anyways. Tim? So what else? What else, guys? Did we talk about um, Sinusoid yet? We did. You know what else <laughs> I got? I also bought, um, so I had a birthday recently, so I got a little bit of money. So I bought an amp, which will be revealed shortly. Mm. To, if you're in the Facebook group, you probably got sick of my clues, which were perfect clues, by the way. Stay tuned. You, when are you getting Nick it? You, wait, 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 wait. Nick, if you you're thought just that tuning the, in. Tune, the clues were not real. Those are real clues. If you're just tuning into the podcast right now, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Tomorrow, because, yes. all will be revealed. Friday is it night. Coming on, is it coming on Friday? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Aaron, Aaron, catch, um, catch anybody yeah. up if they're just tuning in right now. If you're catch just tuning in, outside. catch me outside. <laughs> um, so if you were not a part of last week's episode, then I, I bought a new amp because mine was terrible. 
I, um, I didn't mean I didn't mean last week. I mean if they're tuning in right now. Uh, like I know just right you now. Mean, but like you've been you've been in this you've been in this just rewind. You got a DVR. Like you yeah. you tried to make it work and you just eventually couldn't and had irreconcilable differences and now you. I'm gonna put my found... old amp on a shelf and make it watch me play with the new amp. <laughs> um, and so you joined you joined eHarmony and now on Friday is your first date that you set up with this person that you yes, feel yes your compatibility but here's the thing. scores off the chart. I was tell I was talking to Andy Kim earlier today and I was telling him that like I haven't I've been without an amp for a couple of weeks so. All of my pedals, I'm like looking at them kind of sideways, you know, like, do I really need you? But so, so I'm kind of stoked to like play things through that amp. Mm-hmm. Um, I also bought a Keeley Compressor Plus, which even just playing it through my little 15 watt frontman practice amp is freaking cool. And what everyone says about it is that, um, and it's true, like, even with the, the solid state little amp. You can. It's basically like an overdrive compressor because it has so much gain, so much like level volume on tap that it basically is like a. It's like a clean boost compressor overdrive in one. It's really freaking cool. That's and it sounds rad. See, I. That's been like one disappointing thing about the MS3, and that was, if you remember, and I know I talk about it too much, uh, but yep. one of the reasons I got it is I wanted to to have a compressor that was kind of always on type of thing. And I just Cole, did you buy an MS3? I just haven't liked the sound of it, and that's, and compressors are one of those pedals that's like, uh, I've I've never. Ever, people say things like like Aaron saying that he loves this compressor, and I want to have that experience too. You know. Me yeah. too. I I just I feel like compressors are a myth. Yeah, but maybe have I just ever, haven't. Maybe I haven't the met the right compressor. And Someone I've said this, and like, it I've seems like it might be true. Have you ever used a compressor with a blend knob on it? Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like it does make a difference, but I also feel like the Keeley one is just so well-voiced. What's the Boss one? They have a bunch, but it's CS. CS they three compression sustainer. Yeah, CS3 is the popular one, I think, the current one. But it, it, the Keeley one is just so well-voiced, and he's been making that compressor for so long that it... It's just so yeah. dialed in that it's it's like effortless to play with, and the th- cool thing about it is like I had the only one I've ever had before was the um, the Dynacomp, which is mm-hmm. cool, but it's just two knobs, right? It's two knobs, but it's just so noisy, and this one is not. It's crazy. That it's seems amazing. like kind of the opposite of what you want. What noisy in a, com- in a compression pedal? Yeah. Well, you, well, you don't want noise, get, but it's like it's but, kind of unavoidable at some but point. But noise a lot of times is like, yeah, you get that. Because the whole point of a compression pedal is that it takes quieter sounds and makes them louder. Like it, yeah, yeah. it compresses yeah. the dynamic range. And so that's why a lot of times you'll have compression and expansion so that very low-level noise actually gets reduced in in level like a noise reducer is basically an expander um yeah okay interesting i never thought about that but that makes sense so it so it takes yeah it it increases the dynamic range so it has a really cool it has like a really wide compression range Um, i'm not sure what the ratios are but it gets really subtle to like really squishy um which is rad and the little humbucker single coil switch which is basically like a kind of like an input 
level buffer thing, I think, um, is useful too. Oh, so like I, I keep talking about that stupid thing, but I love it. And it's such a dumb thing because I'm not like traditionally a compressor person, but. Oh, no, that's so good cool. though because like it's the same way. Like I want to have that experience with a delay pedal, for example. Yeah, Which I guess yeah. I I did like the faux tape echo to to be fair, but that's kind of how I felt about the um the Panther Cub too. Totally, it yeah, really it's cool. like yeah this this pedal that I traditionally like I'm not yeah. surprised when I really love a distortion pedal because they're all right, like, right. A fuzz pedal or whatever yeah. you know you just like them all or some crazy modulation. Yeah, and I was surprised that I like the shimmer on the on the Astronomer, for example. So that was a fun thing. Mm. So, do you guys want to talk about acoustical ray theory? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, I, what do we I got don't here? Know what that is. What's up, what's up? Oh, hey, who is that? <laughs> Who's yelling in the background? Andy Kim? Well, I'm, I'm not the one yelling in the background. But... That's Phil. I'm not yelling. I mean, it's it not you. Are you in a drive-thru, Phil? your sound. No, I actually literally walked into a Carl's Jr. to buy a drink just now. What? <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Are you completely unaware that you're currently recording podcasts? I, I am very aware. I Why like, did you know you what? These, they can, the boys can handle this, this segment without me. You I mean, I can just to, chime in to here. Yourself. Uh, well, that's, oh why, that's why I decided to hop on. You know. All right, Phil, see you later. <laughs> so, Andy... Since we have you on, yes. why don't you tell us yes. about the boutique builders for Harvey? Because we kind of talked about it, but you're the you're the mastermind. So, oh, where did this come I, I, from? What's up with it? I, I I missed the part where you were talking about it, but oh, that's all right. Yeah, so you know, it's just uh, is to get the builders together. Um, we were sitting around the office thinking, you know, there's there's got to be more that. Phil, mute your mic, dude. Uh, just uh, one Coke, please. Small. Small size? Get a Diet Coke, dude. I think he took. He just took his headphones out instead of muting his mic. He, he has a very poor understanding of just the fundamental way that a podcast works. I love this. He's like, and then someone's going to try and steal a bike so soon. Think... Let's hope somebody steals a bike. <laughs> However funny you think this is, Phil, I'm going to edit it out as punishment for you. It's kind of funny, though. It is funny, but it's infuriating. All right. Thank you, sir. You too. You're very polite. Now I'm going to get ice. <laughs> so this, actually, we wanted to have an, we wanted to make an announcement. Uh, Phil is no longer going to be able to be a part of the podcast. Andy's, Andy's actually going to take his place. So this is my introduction, right? Like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of an affirmative. Phil, so you have to now start sponsoring us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you an invoice. Hey, I'll, I'll take affirmative action if it gets me on the show. I'm <laughs> <laughs> down for that. <laughs> hey, now we got two Asians. <laughs> wait a second. Uh, wait. I'm partially Asian. Sorry. What the hell? Where, where did Cole go? Did he leave? Well, this is he the worst. Offended. This is the he worst. He was offended. <laughs> Cole's like, wait, two Asians? I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That is one too many Asians. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> it was it was bugging him. He didn't like to be the minority. Yeah, like, <laughs> I am way too uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Please go on. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Oh jeez! <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> There's no way I'd be able to keep my stuff together on this. <laughs> All right, so, so boutique builders for Harvey. Um, yeah, so yeah. is that something that you want to keep doing, the boutique builders united? Because I kind of assumed that it was, but it is. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, cool. This is. I think it's gonna be. Um, this is just really the beginning. Um, you know, my my hope is to kind of spearhead some change in our industry and, and hope that, you know, we can get people together on a regular basis to enact some change and, and try and help people. So, you know, it's pretty simple. I mean, the goals are simple. Just do what we can to help people. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. So everyone always talks about, like, how close-knit the building community is and, like, how everyone helps each other out. So it's cool to see that, like, kind of move outward a little bit and not... Yeah, not and, just you know, a lot of these... Together. Not yeah, that people a lot, aren't doing a lot of the builders on their own, but to see them together, no, really no. cool. Yeah, but you know, together, I mean, we can, we have more reach together, right? And we are the world. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of the builders, I mean, we're all friends, and so yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's great to kind of come yeah, together like as friends. It's a way to take advantage of that. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like it's really you know, cool when you ask your friend for a favor; they can't turn you down, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's also cool like guilting people into the people an opportunity right. to like to join into who maybe are not builders but like being able to to buy oh, i thought you were gonna say like, who maybe are not charitable yeah well that's you you can kind of guilt some people into it the hard-hearted right they yeah. don't want to be a part of it but stiff i don't want to give but i feel like i have to so that's right yeah it's all right you know, hey if we guilt somebody and you know it helps yeah. somebody else then it's okay right yeah. Um, we're not releasing no, another episode of this podcast until everyone donates. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. holding you. You have to shoot we're a actually... ticket. Give, it... <laughs> Give a ticket number to download, right? Yeah, I want you to scale approach. The episode is going to stop in three seconds, and the rest of it will continue <laughs> when we hit a certain ceiling of, of uh, ticket sales. Yes. <laughs> Phil, you're just lucky the episode didn't stop when you walked into Carl's Jr., uh, who walks into a Carl's Jr. while recording a podcast? <laughs> Only one. Uh, Nobody else does that. There's gotta be. There's gotta be dozens of guys that do that. Are you Phil, so nobody else. Now, nobody else walks anywhere while they're recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone into uh, a restaurant. Yeah. So Andy, you were listening yeah. when I was talking about our uh, our meetup, our slamage à toi. <laughs> um, did, did, I, did I accurately did I accurately represent it? Is there anything I forgot that I left out? No. Uh it it, it was accurate. It's you know, except for the part where, you know, we did share some spaghetti. We had the noodle scene. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I think Phil said that, so he was absolutely right. Yeah. Um, so and then Andy, you paid to have a dude come over with an accordion and play music like oh. 
softly. No, I kid you not. We counted, we counted <laughs> six people. We went to this Mexican <laughs> restaurant. They sang happy birthday to six different people while we were there. Granted, we were there. Loud too. We were there for a few hours, but yeah, it was like super loud. And it was one of those, you know, crazy because you know they can't sing happy birthday. But I think actually oh, the the, the copyright are you, are you on happy birthday Mexicans can't sing happy loud. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like saying some bull crap about cumpleaños. What does that even mean? <laughs> um. But you know, it, it it was it was actually really neat. It was fun to actually see you um, play and discover the new sounds with Rick. It was it was really fun to watch. Yeah. So it, it, you know, it was cool to watch him kind of run you through the pedals and you know. Yeah, it was a fun experience. Like, it's it's like a pretty rare thing that you know you don't often get to do. No, no, you you were able to pick his brain and really see kind of. Yeah, what the intent was in, in what he was doing. So yeah, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Well, and then yeah, like, yeah. Andy, Andy took me out for a drink. I had a really nice diet <laughs> coke. Noise. <laughs> it's very respectful. That, a that was weird. That bar was weird. Uh, uh, it was a little well, bit like well, it was like a Thursday or a Wednesday night, and the place was packed. It was like and a lot of people were like very loud and. Uh, rambunctious they were were Mm -hmm. already like intoxicated before they got there it was yeah it was weird richland richland man what's what (laughs) happens in richland stays in richland as they say did you notice when we pulled up to there there was only like one car outside but when we walked yeah like how did those people get there they they all ubered there because they were already wasted yeah they're so or they're just so (laughs) responsible i guess we should applaud that you know yeah. You didn't want to risk any, so, you know. I'm, I think I've said this on the podcast before, what the town of Richland originally was. Yeah, it's, did like, you guys, it's Hanford. Rich people? It's, no, did you, did no, you guys like see nuclear, the... Uh, it's like nuclear testing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah, did. Like, did essentially Hanford. Did you yeah. see all the... Um, uh, when you went around town, like, there was there, like, atomic this and atomic that? No, a it, lot of two-headed I, people, and I didn't notice three arms. <laughs> no, it's not like <laughs> Homer. Yeah, like I've been to Roswell before, and there's a lot of like uh, alien stuff there. You know, Roswell, yeah, New Mexico, yeah. like everything is alien themed. But no, I didn't notice right. a lot of like themed restaurants or like gift shops or anything like that. My uh, my dad, and my stepmom used to live there, and um. It, it was like atomic cleaners and atomic video. Rental. Oh, really? Maybe it was, yeah. and I just didn't. I just didn't realize it. And the mascot of the high it school probably all went out of business because the stupid names. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> or they all died of radiation poisoning. Or probably some, some liberals came and erased history. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just <laughs> down. Down. Yeah, all the statues okay. cut down. Uh, the mascot for the high school was the bombers. At least it was an, at least oh, 10 years ago. That seems a little on the nose. We've had that discussion before, I think. Yes. Yes, we yeah. have. Is, is there this where it takes a turn to, you know, is this where it goes racist? Again? That's a little Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get you on track here. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like that's not a topic. proud, that's not like a proud moment in our history. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird thing to sort of 
harken back to, I guess. Maybe some people are proud of it. I don't know. So, does it just get too serious? <laughs> have you guys heard of this pedal called the MS3? The, no, <laughs> called the Boss. The Boss uh, Angry. Uh, oh, dude. Angry Driver. driver. Uh, angry Driver? Yeah. I do believe I've heard of it, yes. So, everyone's talked about this. We're a little late to the game, probably. I mean, it's only been out like, it's it been kinda, for like, like a week. It was but... a big deal for one day, and then, no, and then everyone stopped talking about it, though. I think part of it is that <laughs> no one has one. Yeah, yeah right. I was good. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There's nothing to talk about yet. So you'll probably see it again, like once they start getting out to into people's hands. And there were very few demos aside from, um, like dealers. At, yeah, it seemed like days. they, there were like two. Rabia did one, right? He was the exclusive right. like demoer yeah. for a while, for other than dealers for a couple of days at least. Um. Anyway, so the the angry driver for those of you who don't know is a. Um, a drive pedal that's a collaboration between JHS and Boss. So it has the Angry Charlie from JHS and the Blues Driver together in one pedal, and you can run them parallel, so series, stacked. So here's what I want to ask you guys: If you could take any two companies, or any two pedals, or any two guitars <laughs> or amps, and combine them, Matthews and Pelican, right? What two things would they be? <laughs> It has to be Matthews and Pelican for me, right? Based on this conversation we've already had. Yeah, based on yes. <laughs> it'd thought... be the it'd be the Harbinger and the Half Horse probably, or the Harbinger and the Pelotar, the Harbitar. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, nice. really boring. The Harbitar. That one, Pelinger. <laughs> no, Harbitar is better. The Harbitar. Harbitar. Absolutely, the Harbitar. Harbitar. <laughs> for the record, I did not say Harbitard. That's what Phil said. Arbitar. No, I did not. Oh, you see, didn't? Do you see the boss now also? I'm a, now I'm a guilty. The boss also in um, did a collab with Steinberg, Strandberg. Sorry, Strandberg, Strandberg. No. And so they made like, a new guitar. That came. It was announced the same day as the Angry Driver, but no one. And really nobody cared, cared because everybody was talking about the boss. JHS. And also, okay. doesn't Strandberg? Don't they make like weird? Like, yeah, it has no headstock, no, no and it's a crazy-looking right. body. Yeah, yeah. I'd be, down with, I, I'd be down with the Harbitar. That'd be pretty cool. The, Harbitar would be cool. And then Rick and Leon could make an awkward video like Josh and that one dude did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can I just say? Where they like, don't sit they I don't love... in a room together, but they talk yeah. about how much they admire each other. Yeah. Right? You know, and the funny part was, you know, they have video. They have shots of, like, when they were first meeting in Japan and then in – Kansas City or wherever they are, but I mean, you know, it's staged, right? It is. So, how awkward would it be? <laughs> Whoa! So check it out. I'm watching the Strandberg video right now, and it's basically like the it's kind of like the Variax, yeah, the Line Six. So you can like has instant detunings and alternate tunings and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. What? So, and it has effects built in. Has a wad knob. You're a wah knob. So you flick the knob <laughs> and it's like a wah pedal. <laughs> I'm really into this knob. thing. I'm super excited about Dude, this. I, can I just say, though, I love the boss enclosures. It's like such a great design. And this yes. is by far the best looking boss pedal ever. It looks just like In N Out. Yeah. It's like it's white with In N Out red and it looks freaking amazing. I love that color combination. Beauty. Am I crazy? Like it looks way good, right? No, it, it looks cool. It really does. I, I, the knobs are cool. I like the knobs. 
The knobs are good. Can we cut that out and just save that as a soundbite of Andy saying, I like the knobs. I like the knobs. <laughs> the knobs are the knobs are cool. You like the knobs. knobs yeah, cool. they they design these cool like uh concentric knobs. Concentric? Look at you with your big talk. Well, isn't it yeah, like concentric <laughs> yeah, like the concentric knobs on bases, some like on the flea base. Yes. I'm a professional. I like, I like that Aaron I drive a Ford Taurus. <laughs> Aaron is the one calling somebody. I, I literally do drive a Ford Taurus. <laughs> That's awesome. It's not. <laughs> I drive a Dodge Stratus. That's what it is. a Dodge crap. I didn't even. Man. When I was a kid, I, I saw the Taurus, the uh, the SHO version. I thought thing, that thing was badass. Yeah, dude. I drove an Escort, which is like the ghetto version of the Taurus. Like I wish I could have afforded a Taurus when I was a scart in high school. I didn't say I had one. I said I saw it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, let's see. So, so Cole, that's yours, really? The the Harbinger and the Half Horse? No, no, no. I was. Or the uh, let me think about it a little bit more. That's the uh, easy one that comes to mind. Anyone else? Um, uh, jeez. Okay, let me see. Let me think. Um, what two pedals would I love to smash together? All right, I'll tell you mine that I just thought of, which would be really okay. freaking cool. So, you guys know Jay Mascus, right? Yeah. No, so not personally. His, I mean, you know who he is. So, his <laughs> his main setup is... <laughs> I heard you talking about him. He plays a Marshall amp. Um, so, I'm going to go with two pedals. So, and he runs a... Um, he runs a box of rock and a big box. Oh, so yeah. I think it'd be mod. freaking cool if Zvax and like harmonics got together and made a combination box of rock and big mod. Which I could see that like those companies in my mind for some reason are si like similar. For some they're kind of like parallels of JHS and Boss, right? Like because they're both a little bit weirder, but still like yeah. respected. They both and seem like, like a little bit psychedelic and crazy, yeah. but. That'd be freaking cool. And Zvex is a little more boutique, and EHX box, is a little the more box of muff, muff box, <laughs> the muff box. Muff, 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 no. <laughs> Let me Google that and see if it's uh, if the name. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. I gotta take. Rock. Let me just take safe search off first, and then I'll. Uh... Don't 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 do it. Don't don't Google it. <laughs> Ooh. Box of muff. That's. Sketchy. You googled it, didn't you? Why'd you get so quiet? That just, that just came to me. I think I just got a virus. <laughs> ah, my computer just got an STD. <laughs> so, Andy, it's so quiet. It's hard. When, you... It's hard to think of like guitars or amps because. I know it's not it's not true, but it seems like most boutique amps are like based on at least um, you know other amps. So like that'd yeah. be a weird thing to do. Like I'm gonna mix a I don't know a a deluxe reverb clone with a deluxe reverb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I've got one. Like, it's not as I, exciting. Yeah, that doesn't work. It's not as exciting as one pedal. What's yours, yeah. Phil? 
and and I'm fully aware that this is stupid. I just kind of feel like the whole thing is stupid. Well, okay, yeah. But no one, I mean, if you would have said JHS boss three weeks ago, everyone would have said you were stupid too. Yeah. That's true. Our whole podcast is stupid. I mean, let's false, patently false. Okay, patently so false. so I feel like every time I've seen a guitar with an amp built in, uh huh, it's really garbage, ghetto, and cheap. And what if somebody decided to like be like do something awesome? And obviously, this would not be a mass-produced thing because there's like when you take those two things and you put them together, then you're being you're it's very limiting because some people don't want that particular guitar, and some people don't want that particular amp. But I don't know. I feel like all right. So be specific. Like, who would you like to see do that? Oh. Ugh. Uh, okay. Uh, Cower. Uh huh. Douglas Cower. Cower Douglas Cower. Uh, the law firm of Cower Douglas Cower. <laughs> Andy, who's the um, who's the amp dude that in that uh, movie? Chris Christen? Otis. Otis. Marshall. Oh, Otis. Oh, okay. Oh, August. The small. <laughs> August Otis. Yeah. August. Is, it, is that his is name? Otis Amp. That is August Otis. Oh no, I don't. I don't oh. know his last name. It's 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 a weird last name. Oh, his, his name okay, is not Otis. Okay. Otis. What is that? Yes. Otis Amps. It, it is? is Otis Amps. It's uh, okay. Always so. try. Always with always. Always. <laughs> always. Always. He's from Minnesota. Always try it sometimes. <laughs> That's what it is, so. right? Always, always try it sometimes. Always. And the reason I say. <laughs> Uh, his amps specifically is because they're small. Yeah, yeah. And and they're every single one that I've seen. I think I, I'm like, man, that looks classy. Here's the thing, though. You could not. I don't think you could do like a tube amp. Yes, I could. In a guitar. I mean, yes, they. Yes, they could. Are you talking? <laughs> How do you figure? And and the speaker. Yes, he is. So. Hey, have you ever heard of an eight-inch speaker? I know yeah. Cole doesn't like them, but they exist. Do you know how much room that takes up in a guitar? I all mean, of it. Yeah, all of eight the inches. room. <laughs> Plus, it has depth too, though. Like it goes. Okay. In first of all, first of all, I'd like to point out that I said, "Okay, I know this is stupid," and you're like, "No, no, no! Hey, no stupid ideas here. Come on." All I said. And then, he gets listen, into, then he gets into the idea of man, that's stupid, Phil. Yeah. No, I did not. All I said is it could not. It would have to not be tube, and you doubled yes, down. And I agree with you. It could be. Speaking of small amps, that freaking little white milkman that was on Instagram a couple days ago. Yes, is yeah, that a new I, amp? It's a little five water. Is it new though? It's not one water. It's five watts. Yeah, it yeah. looks freaking amazing. I think he's. Yeah, I want. I I feel like I've seen yeah. someone not that I that know. Exact white one. Someone I that I know saw my post and bought it. Oh yeah, it was Andy. <laughs> I didn't want to. Didn't want to write you out in case your wife listens to do a demo. <laughs> Dude, ship it to me. <laughs> in case your she wife doesn't listen. 
Okay. She does so here's, not. So here's, my, does here's my actual answer. Only they every other week. Today even lives. This will be our off week. Okay. Fair enough. I'd want to see it. I'd want to see like a uh, a collaboration between an acoustic and an electric builder. Uh, just because I think they would bring different stuff to the table. So I would say like a Fender acoustic and a Taylor electric. No, I'm thinking like an Equus electric. Okay. And well, I was going to say Taylor acoustic, but now you kind of took the. What's the that one, one you always talk about? Sales. Oh, that would be good too because Kevin's Taylor stories. Because <laughs> Kevin's what? Because uh, of Kevin's Taylor, Taylor stories. stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's what I would say. Or Olsen, because he makes amazing guitars. Phil. <laughs> no. We could hear you sucking on that straw. Phil, uh, what's wrong with that, you? Get that out of here. I finished, I finished my Can we talk about guys? what's wrong with Phil? That's, that's, it's, guys, it's okay. This is an it's episode, episode of What's Wrong with Phil. That's true. It's a, oh, no, it's a fitting is, farewell. This is the goodbye. Yeah, it's a farewell episode for Phil. Farewell, Phil. <laughs> farewell, Phil. <laughs> I'm just wondering if I should walk back to Carl's Jr. and get a refill. No, that's illegal, Phil. You left the store. This isn't. Is, you can't just like buy stuff at Guitar Center and try it for two weeks and take it back. <laughs> it was one weekend. <laughs> it was one weekend. Refills, I think that would, that's a good idea. But refills actually cost the money and now. Electric together. Yeah, like I think. Yeah. I think they learn a lot from. Like I think that acoustic and electric builders know a lot of stuff that's different, and they could like learn a lot from each other. Maybe I speak from a from a very uh, uninformed yeah. uh, position, but it seems like so, they could. So who who would you want? Who who would you want to uh, get together and make something? That's what I was saying. Equits, Kevin Equits, because I'm pretty fascinated. I don't know how. Uh, I wasn't necessarily going to say this publicly, but I, I may or may not be getting an Equits guitar at some point in the future. We all we all may or may not be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, actually, it'd be cool if he were to hook up with like Rain Song or uh, Emerald guitars, which are which they make uh, carbon fiber acoustic guitars. Hmm. Or it'd even be it'd be cool to see like a Rain Song collaborate with Taylor or you know one of the big wood acoustic manufacturers. See what they can learn from each cool. other. That's all I got. Cole, do but you we think need to make the, we need to make the Harbitar happen though? It, it, Harbitar does need to happen. Yeah, it, just for the name alone. If we are doing, if you're doing carbon fiber and wood, is it would it be better to do a wood body and a carbon fiber neck, or a carbon fiber body and a wood neck? Uh, carbon fiber body, and that, actually, that's how yeah. some of the early Rain Song guitars had like wood fretboards and things like that. Um, Hmm. But because the body is what shifts the most with humidity and temperature and everything, because um, it's because oh, okay. it's hollow and it's unfinished, you know, on the inside and things like that. Um, so actually, there's even some like uh, kind of boutique acoustic guitars on the market that have wooden necks and carbon fiber bodies. I think crazy, that but they're crazy, crazy expensive because carbon fiber is really like expensive to manufacture like it's i have an not, idea this is what the materials do. aren't necessarily I don't, I don't think i'd want a carbon fiber body though in general uh, it's weird they sound like if amazing. your body was made out I of carbon fiber i should have brought oh oh i know oh we're talking about guitars <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> what if oh, just your bones were made of carbon fiber that'd be sweet that'd be bro that'd be pretty awesome yeah yeah i'd be pretty light too be, you know you could run weight. faster dude you jump can... higher 
lift so much Fight weight. Crime. I could be. I'd be so much lighter because I'm just big boned. Think about. Think about how light I'd be. So light. Carbon fiber claws that shoot. So light. Shoot out of my knuckles. <laughs> Between your knuckles. Yeah. You can't okay. go right out of your knuckles. That'd be. <laughs> Too painful. Well, that's just unsever your fingers. That's just that's unreasonable. Just unreasonable. <laughs> yeah, that's just not. Now you're no, that's just now stupid. You're ridiculous. Yeah, come on. You're way out there. It doesn't make. I'd sense. like to see a collaboration between our podcast and um a really successful company that could give us money. <laughs> <laughs> like Side, say sidebar uh, sidebar Aaron. Like I what's think- that? I think no, that's no, no, what's no. happening right no, now. No, no, I'm talking about like, um, um, <laughs> like, like Rupert Murdoch or something. Oh, so yeah. you want to collaborate with Rupert Murdoch? That's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I want to get let's get picked like up by, by Clear Channel. We could talk about racism and sexism <laughs> again, maybe. Clear Channel presents <laughs> the Gear Slump. <laughs> and we just yeah, want to be uh, NPR, dude. Think oh, we can be NPR. Amazon. If we if a we started between us and Amazon, if okay. we were on NPR, I'd have to start talking like this. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Gear Slum. Welcome to the Gear Slum. Welcome to the Gear Slum. I am burping. Unless we were Kai Ristall, he's got charisma. Is that where the and... word charisma comes from? Kai Ristall. Kai Ristall's name. Yep. <laughs> I listen to NPR regularly, and everybody sounds so old. NPR. Everybody literally sounds like they're in their 80s. Yeah. It's yeah. Because all the listeners are in their 80s. It's like, so they're like constantly in the library. <laughs> but, but also, have you noticed that nobody, nobody has normal names on NPR? <laughs> what do you mean by normal? I don't know. They all seem to have like white. He means, he means white names. I don't mean yeah. ethnic. And that's not what I mean. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, because Marine Kavanaugh, that's yeah, normal. You've got like, Kyra's doll. Uh, does Mike Birbiglia go on a lot of NPR stuff? No. Uh, no, he's like actually a regular contributor to uh, is it This American Life? Is he? Yeah, he's on. He's Mike on Birbiggs? all the time. And I would say that's a that's a, not a normal last name. It's not, but I think of him. Birbiglia, isn't it just Italian? Probably. Birbiglia. Isn't there a like a Melissa Block? Marissa, I think it's Marissa Block. Is it Melissa? Jesse Melissa? Thorns, Melissa. technically. I think you're NPR. right. Melissa Block. So, guys, check out Sinusoid. Uh, <laughs> buy some raffle tickets. Buy some, some raffle, raffle tickets. tickets. Buy so some Andy, guitar strings from yes. Gabrielle. My idea for the next uh, charity uh, event or, you know, drive, it could be Rope for Hope or Ropes for Hope. What do you think about that? <laughs> you donate it to like. I like it. I it reminds me of Jump Rope for Heart. I'll do it. I'll do it. We'll do it. Which means All right. Anyway, ro- ro- ropes for hope. We're yeah. gonna wrap it up. See, See Phil, you like ropes for hope. <laughs> See, Phil, <laughs> you said it my way first. Like it was, I couldn't even help it. He was trying to give Andy a test, yeah. so that he wasn't being biased, and he chose ropes on his own, of his own volition, no prompting. Yeah, because because we're not just giving away one. <laughs> See. We're not selling just one. See, and it's Andy. not just miles of rope. Yeah, get out of here. It's many individual <laughs> ropes. All right, okay. Bye. All right, everybody. Say bye to Phil. 
last episode. <laughs> Phil, thanks, well. for, thanks for participating in this experiment. It thanks was a for friendship. Massive failure. <laughs> and we'll be moving on with Andy from here out. It's a 66 episode. Thanks for friendship. Phil's thanks a new owner friendship. of Sinusoid. Oh, oh gosh. So, um, you do, you do not want to put me in charge. I can second you that. Want to you do not want to put him in charge of anything. Okay. Well, we're just trading. <laughs> you don't even want him to be in charge of his own life. <laughs> he clearly can't even be in charge of recording his own audio. For yeah, exactly. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> like, what's your one job while recording a podcast? I don't know. Just to like talk and avoid other noises, you know? No, can't no, be done. Not ordering cokes in the middle of for Brooke Gladstone. I'm Tom Ashbrook. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for friendship. I'm laughing. I don't know enough about uh, Jamaicans to know if that's I don't either. Sounds common or not um, for them. Renee Montaigne. Yeah, Renee Montaigne. We, Aaron, you don't keep saying the same name. We're gonna cut all this out, right? <laughs> John Hockenberry. Yeah, <laughs> Thank Where you. We're just googling. Like, what's more boring than an NPR podcast? Uh, people googling the names of people on NPR podcasts. <laughs> Here's a good one. Joe Bevilacqua. Joe Bevilacqua. So, guys, it's been fun. <laughs> Jeffrey Nunberg. Daniel Pinkwater. Thank you. Pinkwater. Carol Wasserman. Andrew Wallenstein. Carol, Carol Wasserman Shorts. Ron Rappaport. Oh, there's two Pinkwaters. There's Daniel Pinkwater also.